Well, we are one man down. <laughs> there is usually you'd hear the dulcet tones of Mick Malloy barrowing through after that intro, but hello. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't bad. Actually, that sounds exactly me. like him. Holy Batmobile! <laughs> this is what he left us with at the very end of the show yesterday, which was really news to all of us. By the way, I should put out I'm a 50 50 chance tomorrow, guys. Oh, great. <laughs> I am. No, seriously. Where are you going? I, can't, well, I can't talk about it just yet. Uh, I'm still waiting on uh, certain reports, but uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I may or may not be in tomorrow morning. Well, I, or I may be in, but not for all of the morning. It's oh, just okay. the situation's fairly fluid at the moment. Okay. Uh, not many are in the loop, but uh, just uh, you've just been warned. Okay. MG, did you know that was coming? Like all of us were thinking, what is going on? No, I didn't. I did not. Well, I have been away for a, for a few days, so I haven't been in the loop as such, and when he was saying that yesterday, I thought he was just taking the piss because he's, I've had a couple of days off, so he thought he might have a day or two yes. off. But, um, no, he is actually going in to have a procedure. Okay. We don't know what it is, do we? No. Okay. Do we want to know? Uh, no. I'm not entirely I'm sure. Intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yes, I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, he might be coming in still, so we just don't know what time. Okay. So, look, we're just going to have to... Ride this out. 9.05, he'll be in. <laughs> we know him too well. Yeah, Our producers have said that he may be making an announcement at some stage during the show. He's pregnant. Okay. He's pregnant. <laughs> Look, nothing surprises He's me anymore. Arnold Schwarzenegger in junior. <laughs> nothing surprises me anymore. But I'm sure... Maybe, you know what, Kat? The show must go on, sister. Let's the go. Sh- the show does go on. And look, Tash, you've barreled in here because you're like, oh. this is my time to shine. Oh, Mick Malloy's yes. not here. You know I get outraged and fired up on a lot of things. And I thought of you straight away, MG, on this story. All of us, of course, hate parking tickets oh. or parking infringements. And next I'll tell you, this is extraordinary. These new rules that councils have enforced that so many people do not know about. Mm. You're, you're pissed off, aren't you? I'm angry. What is it, a parking fine? It is. You're so angry. Oh, <laughs> really? You haven't seen me during witching hour with the three yeah, boys Glenn, I have in the house. help Glenn, which is <laughs> Tasha's husband. Yeah. So we all hate, of course, getting parking fines or infringements, right? But if you do do the wrong thing, you should cop the fine. But a lot of councils now across Sydney earn more money from parking fines than they do from your council rates, right, which is outrageous. Now, I'm okay copying a fine if I'm doing the wrong thing, but I didn't know this. Printed parking infringements left on the windscreen have been scrapped by 36 councils across Sydney, meaning if you get busted, they don't leave one of those tickets on your windscreen. Oh, that's up in the air. Gee whiz. So if you want to, for example, say I, I knew once I'd um, parked incorrectly, but there was a tree over the sign, so I couldn't see what was actually on that sign, and I fought it and actually didn't get fined. But what the big issue is here is they send you the fine later in the post. So at that moment when you get busted, you can't take photos to show that you, in some cases, were doing the right thing. That's next level. I mean, that is next level as, as far as revenue raising goes. I mean, so what now? Basically, they just take a photo of your num- number plate and then send it through, you know, three or four months later when you're scratching your head saying, when when was I there? What was like, 
And, and what if you change addresses? What if you're a renter that yeah, moves around point. a lot? You actually won't get that fine. Now, North Sydney and the City of Sydney councils are two of the councils who have been scrapping putting a ticket on the windshield in front of the mail-out notices. And North Sydney Council says, quote, they've had to do this because it significantly significantly reduced the level of confrontation and aggression that our parking mm. officers experience in their workplace. Oh, and they would. They would oh, yeah. cop a flogging from people. You've got, you've got to change the cycle. Instead of changing it the way that way, just, I'm saying bring, bring in bodybuilders as parking rangers. Oh. And there's going to be no arguments, so trust me. Yeah, that's true. And even f- from the beach, like I know over this summer, I'm okay with metered parking, but you should not have to pay for parking to go to a beach. I'm okay if they make mm. it, you know, one or two hour zones. Mm. But to take your kids to the beach, which is what we should all enjoy. Awesome fun, yeah. Is Sometimes you can pay 40 bucks an hour. Yeah, it's wow. outrageous. So that's like in your, that's, that's in your ashtray. <laughs> 40 bucks in like, Tasha wow. actually just pays them off like the mafia. Yeah. She sees them yeah. walking in their <laughs> reflective vest and she just <laughs> slips a belly. note in their pocket and goes, that's yeah. my car over there. <laughs> just take it easy, hey, soldier. Can yeah. we edit this bit out? And call me charisma. <laughs> no, MG, I'm interested in this weekend. It's going to be 39 degrees in Sydney. How is that going to factor in for the players for these trial games in the NRL? Well, Kat, um, amazingly, um, one team in particular will be most under the pump from the weather, and that's St Helens, who will come over from a, basically their winter to play in the World Club Challenge against Penrith on Saturday. But well, one one provision has been made. We're supposed to start at 6 p.m., but now it's going to be starting at 7 p.m., so no, take note if you're going to the game. But another provision that St. Helens have, have made is that they only want 19 players to take place in this game. Now, if I'm St. Helens, I'm saying we want 30 players playing in this game because even though it's a pretty important game to, to, to decide the World Club Challenge winner, it's still you've got to worry about your own personal um, protection as far as the heat goes because this is not many times there's a rugby league player do you play you train a lot but not many times do you get hit and tackled in in 39 degree heat so um, caution will be provi- will prevail because they'll have drink breaks I reckon every 10 15 minutes if it's still that hot um, come Saturday night so keep keep an eye on that I'll, I'll have some more information about that tomorrow and we'll see if the extended benches have been lengthened by, in any way from St. Helens and Penrith. But uh, at the moment, um, other news around the league, uh, Tigers and the Raiders play this weekend. Appy Coruscant, um, he, uh, he's captain of the Tigers, so what under Appy? Um, the Dolphins, who are, who are going to play at full strength with all their, all their Melbourne Storm players in the team, um, they'll look really good. And in other news around the league, unfortunately for the Melbourne Storm, Ryan Pappenhausen, he'll be out from eight to ten weeks. Um, obviously, that fractured kneecap has taken a lot longer to heal than expected. Uh, Reese Walsh for the, the Brisbane Broncos uh, confirmed yesterday he had a fractured eye socket, so he'll be out for four to six weeks as well. And just take note of this. Um, as we speak, Eels enforcer Nathan Brown um, is reportedly close to a player swap with Manly's Morgan Harper before the mm. season kicks off. So for Manly and um, Eels fans, you could have a player swap within days. Wow. How much weight do you put on these trial games? Would you look at them and say, oh, this is bad news from the Tigers' loss last no. weekend? No, it's just trialling new guys? 
You know what, Cat? Honestly, you try and get through them unscathed. Right. That's what happens in these trial games. Obviously, we've seen a couple of injuries now with um, young Savage from the Raiders who broke his jaw. We've seen Papa, uh, we've seen young Reese Walsh a fractured eye socket. But yeah, look at. I thought you were going to say how much weight do you lose playing in 39-degree heat, which is about six, about six kilos, I would say. Wow. I would say close to it because you go try and get off a run in 39-degree heat and then mm. times up by getting tackled um, maybe 15 or 20 times a game and making the same amount of tackles. Yeah, keep an eye on our footballers. MG is relieved. He's back. He's walked <sighs> into the studio. Hello, Mick. Are you here for the rest of the show? What is happening? I'm not here for the rest of the show. I'm just here to make an announcement okay. uh, at this point. I've come uh, from uh, uh, a cons- consulting suite Yep. where I've uh, been in talks with my doctor. And uh, here it is, the lie of the land. I'll just come out and spit it out so mm. you can all understand exactly what's going on. Uh, today I will be going into hospital for... Uh, her penis reduction. Uh, this has been coming for some time. It's, it just gets out of hand. It's too. It's unwieldy. It's large. It's not comfortable for many. And I just think this day had to come. It's not good when you go tied to your leg, is it? Oh, mate, oh my lord! Yeah. All right, no, that's not it. I am going into hospital today, and I apologise that it's happening during the show. But it's the big one, fellas and uh, oh. girls. I'm sorry to say, it's the snip. I uh, oh. I fought this all be... my life. I've tried to think, no, no, you can't. You owe it to the world to produce as many little Mickeys <laughs> as possible. But something's changed lately, and it's this. I see my two 10-year-old twin boys running around, and I go, good Lord, no more. This has to stop here. <laughs> I need to stop it. Uh, he got to cut off the branch to save the tree. So I'm going in uh, for the uh, full stock take and wagging it, wagging it. And I'll be, uh, should, should be out uh, and back on deck. I don't know how long it takes. When will I be actually back on deck? Does anyone know? Have I've you had the snip? Had, I, I, no, I haven't had the snip. No, I haven't. No, um, how many I, kids I, you got? Five. You might want to think about it. <laughs> too late now. <laughs> it's too, it's late. too late now, you reckon? Yeah, it's too late, baby, now. It's too late. Um, so, look, this is your last chance. If any ladies out there want me to be their baby dadder, <laughs> oh. you've, got a, you've got about an hour. Meet triple me, three, five, three. Make me in the triple M car oh, I think I'm your only option in that short time. <laughs> <laughs> Tasha Cat. just ran back to the newsroom. Cat, you won't regret this. Oh. You won't regret I think this. I'll oh, so you're saying you're you're, you're, going for, you're going for the snip today? Then you might be back what later in the show? You reckon? I'm not late at today's show, no. but oh, no. okay. So t- tomorrow, I'll be, I'll be back tomorrow, but I have to leave shortly. Anyway, uh, play a song, something. That there's girls crying all over Australia right now. Yeah. Just play something. So some Julio Iglesias. All right, I'm going to play. What about me? Up. By Shannon Noll. <laughs> what about me? By Shannon Noll. Great song. What about me? It isn't fair. Very shortly off to do your procedure, your little <laughs> snip, seal off the swimmers. Well, it's not far. That's why I'm sitting here in a gown 
that's got that little gap in the back. Hello, oh, girls. And what about them, the back there? Them, the paper undies you got on as well. Jeez, you, you are prepped. <laughs> and I'm lying on a table, uh, which is how I always like to be wheeled into the Triple M studios. I tell you what, this is going to be a very, very big call for these surgeons. This is like operating on the president of the United yes. States. Yep. Dr. Charlie Teo, even he's going. He's, he's, he wants to have a crack at it. Look, you know, the ball sack isn't his general terrain, his brains. But if you look, it kind of... A bit, a bit similar, the brain looks a bit like a scrotum, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Like it could... Give me Dr. Charlie Teo. And I want a team of surgeons standing by. I, and I want, while I'm there, I may as well get... My liver replaced. <laughs> Can I have a, a transplant? I want some yeah. gout removed. And maybe a, what do you do? A stomach stable? You might, you might have to get an orthopedic surgeon to, to fix that bow in it, the, the bend in it. <laughs> the, the ACL. <laughs> this is, it'll take three surgeons to deal with this. This is a big job. It'd be like a, like you're dealing with, you know. The house renovation. You know, you know, I should start storing some sperm, I suppose. You know, like that, that ball the other day was getting 23,000 uh, a straw. Come on. A little bit of Mickey. I'll just I'll keep, I'll keep that in the fridge next to the popsicles. Yeah, the ice cube. Yeah, with the ice cubes, was it? Cam Wasn't it an ice cube? An ice cube tray. An ice cube tray. Hey, go, hey, Mix, what's this? Yeah, I'd put that down, guys. Yeah, I'm probably... Wouldn't so just waiting on confirmation for when I go. It's going to be soon. Any last messages, guys? Anything you want to oh, say just, to me? Just, just something just be well. Be well, mate. I think you've got to you've got to do what you got to do. And I think um, the world's going to be a poorer place without your semen running around. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How soon before I'm back in action? By the way, well, I don't know. About don't they tell you that? About a week, uh, they say. About a week. A week? What? Well, you've got to put ice on your cags for about oh. three days to, to make sure the swelling goes down. Uh, the old packet of peas, eh? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm on stage on Friday night. So. Oh, just, oh, what an eyeful. I oh, know. That'll be good. What do they do to do this? Do, do you end up with like a bandage around you? No, it's just ice. No, it's ice, a stapler. <laughs> um, an ochre, an ochre strap and some gaffing tape. <laughs> Tash, you should have broken that news, by the way. Glad You're a I news didn't. Breaker. Why weren't you first with the story that uh, I'm getting the... Uh, <laughs> you got wind? Under. What's that? <laughs> you know, it's a vasectomy. Um, That's the men mentor. God, we'll hear about that for the next six years, won't we? Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be brave. Um, I'll be brave. Uh, I said I've got my house in order and I've got all my things sorted in case it all goes pear-shaped. Complications. Which is, funnily enough, the shape of my scrotum. <laughs> pear-shaped. All right, Tash, what do you what do you got there? You got some late breaking news that might save me getting the snip. This is interesting. As soon as I see right. male contraception, I always have a lot of questions. So this is new research that's out where an on-demand non-hormonal male contraceptive pill may be a real possibility with oh, yeah. scientists a bit of a breakthrough. They've found a cell pathway or a switch that stops sperm from being able to swim. 
So basically more <laughs> tests are needed, but the idea is you can take this pill an hour before sex and then it wears off after the special oh. cuddles. What am I like doing a, this for bit, then? Be like a bit like a Viagra. Why am I doing pa- this? Apparently, apparently. So it's women an anti- don't have it's to anti-Viagra. Take it. yeah, okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you this question: Are you ladies going to take my word for it? No. When you say, "Have you taken your male contraceptive <laughs> pill?" and I'm sitting there with half a stiffy, going, uh, yes, yes, I have. Yes, I've been popping them like Maltesers all day." Now, let's tog off. <laughs> what are you going, who are you going to believe? It's your body. You, ultimately, you're going to be saddled with, uh, you know, the little monster. Are you going to place your trust no. in my hands? It's, it's not a multiple choice. This it's is the problem no. of the male contraceptive pill. Yes. Hey, guys, have you ever, ever lied to get sex? <laughs> yes. Have you ever known a man to lie to get sex? Nah, good Lord. Um, I'll bet you this isn't even a thing. I'll bet you it's male scientists going, let's just put it out and tell them there's one there. Yep. Let's, let's get them a prescription. It right. lasts three hours, and by 24 hours it appears to have Mate, fully well, worn well, off. Well, I'll, I'll only be half done. <laughs> oh, Give us a break. Not the after, not after today's work. Oh, he's back, baby. He's back with a bench. You have to take it an hour before special oh, it's, Now it's just a chore. <laughs> now it's all hard work. Where's the spontaneity? Exactly. Where's the romance? Mm. Come on. Uh, now, Can't remember to take right. out the garbage hey, bins. You, you know what they should do? If they, get a ma- if they get a male pill, they should combine it with a Barocca. So it fizzes <laughs> in the glass like the Barocca and you, can, you kind of get a root and your hangover's dealt with at the same time. So you're oh, killing two, baby, ur- two urges in one blow. That's the best yeah. pill ever. Yeah. The best pill yeah. ever. It's, it's called a b- Blorocco. How long are you in surgery me... for, Mick? A couple of weeks? Well, you know what? Who knows? Who Depends knows? how much damage they find to the, the old fella. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a, I'll need a panel beater. <laughs> Work out what's going on. You might Take it to the cricket the cricket bat shop. Get it fixed up. Get the hey, come on, guys. This is it. serious. Serious. Yeah, I know it's serious. <laughs> would you take it, MG? I would definitely take it. I would definitely take it. I would have taken because I know a lot of girls are a bit reluctant to have the pill because for bloating and all Side that type of, of stuff. Yeah. Awful. And I suppose men would be the same. But uh, look, if I had to choose, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have it. I'd, I suppose I'd have it. See, it's changed, hasn't it? <laughs> maybe, maybe. We just have well, to put it in their food, I reckon. You can't be. That's it. You've got you 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 to poison us. You've got to have to put it in their food. Like you, you worm you your animals. Yeah. You can't be too safe. Like, like I'm wearing a condom right now. Oh, stop. Okay, no, we're just, going just, immediately. Just in, just in case. Oh. went the right way. And... Oh. Anyone followed up? <laughs> I'm good to go. I'm tired. He's got his on. We've all left. <laughs> and guys, it's time to say goodbye. No. It's been what? great. It's been a great little team and a great time for us. And uh, I've enjoyed each and every one of our little interactions <laughs> and our toilet humour and our crazy times together. Whatever happens in that surgery when my testes are out. <laughs> Whatever happens, I want you to know, 
I'll be thinking of you at that moment. I'll be thinking of you. <laughs> right at that moment. Hi, love you all. Put the music back up, please. Hi, <laughs> I'm not done here. I love you all. You've changed my life. <laughs> MG, you mean so much to me. Cat, not so much. Tash, yeah. But what I mean is, whatever happens today, whatever happens, I am now my my balls are in the hands of God, and, he, and He's cupping them, and He's praying that they come through. Goodbye. It's the Maradona's hand of God. Bye, buddy. Goodbye, Cags. I love you all. Bye, bye, mate. <laughs> Do I, do I get them in a jar at the end? Or <laughs> he said something. <laughs> Goodbye. Good I'll be able to sing this high in a minute. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> My testies. Mick, he's just toddled off to go and get his oh. procedure done. He's getting the, the snip. He's chained to the operating table. He is. He's literally in an arseless gown as we speak. And I, I know he sounded a little bit like a bit bravado-ish, but he's not. He's absolutely crapping himself about this. Mm. He's very, very nervous. Well, this is the thing. None of us in here have had a vasectomy. Um, obviously, not no, myself or Tash. And you haven't either, MG. Would you no. think about it? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> No, okay. That's a no. Long pause. Because the, I've got a little bit. Of, now that Mick's gone, let's get down and funky. Let's get real. I mean, okay. we want to hear from. We want, we're going to ask him in a minute to call uh, from listeners to tell us all about their vasectomy stories. Um, but I've got a little bit of a diary here on exactly what Mick will be experiencing over the next mm, f- four or five days, at okay. least. Great balls of fire. Just let this play out. This is what Mick. Here we go. After this. Great balls of fire. Day one. (laughs) Okay, so on day one, um, if your testicles swell larger than a grapefruit, call the doctor. Uh, Just take it easy for a few days, they say. So that's that's kind of what you hear most. They swell up really bad, like four or five times normally what they usually are. Um, So you could look like you're going 10-pin bowling and you've got your balls down your your pocket, but... (laughs) Um, day two, testicles may look like Prince's bedroom, um, <laughs> a dozen different shades of purple. <laughs> on, day, on day three, Mick, hope you're not listening to this in the, uh, your hire car, mate, but block your ears, because uh, day three, check in and call the doctor. Uh, a nurse will ask you whether your, your balls are grapefruit-sized yet. Grapefruit seems to be the gold standard of panic in the vasectomy world. So, uh, grapefruit, wow. That's a, that's, they're big. That's very, they? very large. Day six, well, his shaved hair started to grow, uh, sprout back, which makes things itchy. So now he'll be complaining about that. He'll go, no, I'm not coming in. I'll itchy down there. Oh, he's going to be wiggling around in the seat, isn't oh, he? Oh, oh he's, Lord. He's got, to, he's got to do stand-up on the weekend. How's he going to do it? He's going to, he'll have to be in a He won't be hospital. standing up. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the, the, the last day of, of recovery, um, life's starting to return to normal for the, the old bait and tackle. He should be able to start... Uh, urinating without pain, he should be able to do things that basically men do. Um, should you put a get... disclaimer in here, MG? You're not a qualified doctor. I, I am not a qualified doctor, but Google is. <laughs> 
one triple three five three. Have you had one? No one in this yes. room has experienced it. But um, some say having a baby and going through childbirth is far more painful than a vasectomy. I think I think that's the the pinnacle. I think of of, of pain would be having a child. Absolutely, yeah. we don't get a general for having a child, do you? So. <laughs> Just would be push a through it. They say <laughs> one triple three five three. Actually, the board is lighting up. Is it? Yeah, it is lighting up. <laughs> Stuart, what happened when yeah. you got the snip? Um, yeah, I, my uh, wife made the get done, obviously, and um, had to drive myself into the clinic. Um, yeah, nervous as. Um, wasn't so bad once you got it done. Um, yeah, the, worst, the worst part of the part is um, the smell when they actually open up the side and they laser off the they're like little tubes of spaghetti and they what? Uh, oh. Oh, oh my god! And then they just sew you back up, tuck it all back in, and um, then you're done. And then the, and the, the procedure's not well, long at all. What's the recovery, Stewie? What's the, what's the recovery, mate? Oh, uh, mate, I got, I got weak and uncomfortable. The best advice I could give Mick is um, you just wear some nice, uh, tight underpants because you need that support to support your cags, obviously. <laughs> well, he wears, he wears an adult, adult nappy, nappy like around the studio, so he, that shouldn't be too hard for him. <laughs> Let's go to Jeff in Windsor. Jeffrey. How's your great balls of fire going, baby? What happened to yours? Vasectomy. Oh, not much, mate. I just like to tell uh, Mick the man up. There's not much to it, mate. I rode my motorbike to get mine done and rode it home and went back to work the next day. Oh, what? See, see, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's record this. Let's, let's make sure, Jeff, we record this call because we're going to play this to Mick on Monday if he's or even tomorrow if he comes in. Yeah, mate. Mate, the, the hardest part was when the, uh, 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 the assistant was uh, shaving me. That okay. was the hardest part. Yeah, well, that, bit, well you, you if you're a male, you'd understand. Yeah, yeah especially yeah, around the go nodes. It's just a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit tricky it's around hairy. the old, okay, old, the old <laughs> We've got so many calls coming in. Can I just say it's liberating, isn't it, guys? With Mick not being able to be here, and we can just go. Let's just give it. Let's just give it to him. It's much more fun talking about people than to them. Sometimes this is one of those times. Steve, what happened to you? I had mine done about five years ago, maybe a bit longer. Mick's got nothing to worry about. The surgeon who done me, my female doctor was present at the same time and uh, anyway i was a bit nervous how that was going to happen but anyway she says she said peter you make it look so easy and he goes well he said stephen's got good balls <laughs> so, give me some jerry lee give me some jerry lee stevie's got some great balls of fire. <laughs> anyway when I, when I you walk in like Normal, but when you come out, you walk a bit like John Wayne. But yeah, like riding a horse. Yeah, <laughs> we it. understand. So we had when I got home, I had a shower, and my wife said, "My God, you look like a Mally bull." <laughs> <laughs> and what did you say? I can't do anything about that, darling. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But I was. Oh, uh, good on you, Stevie. Back, I was back to work on Monday. Oh, there yeah, we go. Me, yeah, okay. good on you, mate. Look, I mean, we were good. hoping he was going to be back to work tomorrow, but all this, all, all this afternoon. <laughs> Darren, what happened to you when you got the snip? Uh, mine was uh, well, 
I'd had a, a, a grand plan of having four days on the lounge watching the footy and everything else that was going to be on but over a long weekend. But we had one of those East Coast lows come through. So I had to, go, I had to get up. My wife was pregnant with our last, our, our third child at the time. So I had to go and get a generator, come back home and hook up the power to the house and then go back out and get some gas so we could have some barbecues because we ended up with five days of no power. Wow. And uh, came back home, eventually got on the lounge and the young bloke that was playing on the lounge jumped off the side and no. landed, on, landed on the area and uh, I split about four oh. or five stitches. Oh, no. Oh. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Oh. Uh, that, Reese. That, that, that was... Uh, that was uh, didn't go as planned, pretty much. Um, the four days on the lounge. That is horrific, oh, Darren. So, it was, Darren, Darren. It was, Darren. It was or, ordinary. Oh, oh, how, how about some tickets to the screaming that? jets? Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> screaming jets. That's what you call your old fellas now. My screaming jets were on fire. <laughs> but the worst worst part was when you take the uh, when you when you have to go back in at a later date with some samples to make sure you're firing blanks. Yep. I had to. I, I missed the uh, pathology, the the actual pickup time. So I had to drive another five kilometres to try and beat the pathology vehicle oh to get God. to the the next place. So I didn't have to do it a second time. But they gave me the address, and I raced in with my little jar, plonked it on the counter, and I was in a dental clinic. Oh no! <laughs> 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 Doctor, I think I've got a problem. This is coming from my yeah, teeth. Yeah. This is yeah, coming yeah. from my teeth. Oh, you know what? I think, I think Kat and Tash, I, I think we've got to keep this going. Oh, I mean, we do. There's just is, so this, many calls. Th- this is unbelievable. The boards have lit up. Yeah, Mark, since none of us in this room have experienced it, what happened when you got the snip? Yeah, no, I um, insisted on a local anaesthetic. Uh, the doctor basically treated it as if it was brain surgery and um, <laughs> had uh, three nurses in the room at the same time. And my biggest worry were two of those were extremely attractive. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I can imagine that would have, <laughs> it would have delayed the entire operation yes. if you know where we're going with that. So um, I'm the other way. I think I'd get stage fright. Let's go to Luke in Riverstone. Luke, what happened when you got the vasectomy? How are you, Scarl? Hello, Luke. Good, thanks, mate. Uh, Yeah, well, 10 years ago, after my second, my youngest was born, went in for the day surgery and um, he stuck the needle in and didn't wait for it to numb up before he proceeded to cut. (gasps) No! Oh, my that, God. Yeah, that, that, that hurt enough. But when he stuck the little hook thing in and pulled the tube out, no. wow. Yes, oh uh, mate. Oh, oh holy I smokes. can't describe the pain. Oh. I hope you're listening to this, Mick Malloy. <laughs> 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 oh, wow, Adam. Holy smokes. <sighs> Can you top that? What happened when you got this? Oh, how are you? Morning, all. Um <laughs> Look, yeah, I, I went in for the procedure and I came out and it was about two hours later and I, the procedure's not long, only takes about 40 minutes. And I said, you know, how come it was so long? And they said, oh, you know, you were there and you got very excited and we couldn't we couldn't operate till uh, you uh, lost that excitement. So oh. they were pretty nice nurses. So this seems to be a common around theme. For, sat around for an hour and a half while, while we waited for something to go down. <laughs> 
doesn't take much, does it? <laughs> Big Mark Guy towering over it. MG's Sport Report. Uh, MG, it's going to be a very hot one on the weekend for these trial matches. They're expecting 39 degrees in Sydney, but also Mitch Moses' contract saga has oh. just continues to be a constant saga. Well, the offers are on the table, and I've been quite vocal in with, with my opinion on saying that I think Mitch should stay um, at Parramatta, but but the lo- the latest deal that's on the table from the West uh, Tigers is is quite unbelievable. It's a five year deal. It's six point five million dollars. That's one point three million dollars per season. Just to put in that. Put that into a bit of a context. At the moment, Kalen Ponga is the highest paid rugby league player in the game at 1.4 mil. Nathan Cleary is on 1.3 mil. DCE is on 1.2 mil. And Luke Brooks uh, is on $1.2 million. I don't know how they're going to have two players on one point something mil at the Tigers, but um, one I don't know if Luke Brooks will still be there. But um, the Parramatta deal was a four-year deal, $4.4 million, uh, $1.1 million per season. Look, if and everyone's going to have their opinion on what Mitchell Moses is worth. You know what he's worth? What people want to pay him. Mm. And at the moment, the Tigers want to pay him $1.3 million per season. <clears throat> Look, I'm sorry, Para fans. He's 28. Um, take the money. Yeah. <laughs> take the money. If It would be my advice. Um, you're not going to have this type of deal again. You go, this, is, this is the big one. This is the – basically, you're getting $2 million – it's a two million dollar difference in the contract. So there you go. There's your house on the, on, you know, by the beach or whatever you want. Rugby league's a, a brutal game. We've seen how ex players have come out recently and said how how hard it is on life after footy. Take the money, brother. Yeah, Take absolutely. the money and run. Well, in saying that, it's easy for us as fans of the game who don't play to go. Oh, we just want them to be loyal to our team. But you would yeah. have experienced that in your career. Was there a turning point for you where you went? I've got to look after my family here. I'm taking this deal. Oh, not when I was at Penrith, not really. But um, when when I went to the Super League, that was the big one. That was the big payday when when Perth stayed with Super went with Super League instead of going with the ARL. And that was when I got paid mega mega dollars of most money I've ever been paid in my career. But um, these guys these days they deserve every cent they get. I, I've, I, I'm I'm now fifty four year old ex rugby league player who's got that many ailments that I, I, to get out of a lounge to put my 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 plate or my cup up to. Uh, I've got to actually hold on to the wall to help myself up. It's, it's, I'm, I'm not saying it's I'm – look, I'm, I don't want sympathy, but I'm saying as you get older, these ailments start to come back. I've got them everywhere. I just had an elbow operation recently because of because of rugby league. Rugby league is unforgiving. Mm. So take the money when you've got it because I'm telling you now, it's 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 a lifetime. The the, the, the injuries and the, and the memories last a lifetime, but I wouldn't change it for one second. Wonderful. Well, we are without Mick for the rest of the show as he goes off to get the snip um, as we speak, but every song is dedicated to his undercarriage. And I'm actually excited. I've never been so excited to know what's coming up next. And also I've noticed today, and we didn't chat about this, we're all wearing black. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that too soon? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Tash, you've got this grin on your face, and it has something to do with snakes. You well, were something topic, to do. I, I think it's a lot. To, I think it's a lot to do with Mick as well. I think she's just so happy that he's 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 going under the knife. I just, I just I can't wait for the next couple of days. Oh, he's going to be in all sorts, isn't he? Um, not that I get joy out of that. 
Mm. No. Anyway, uh, we're talking about this unexpected guest. A two-metre diamond python has given the Sydney home residents quite a fright. A two-metre diamond python has been removed from a home in Sydney South after the homeowners spotted the serpent on their balcony. Wait for this. The Bundina residents had suspected something was wrong when they noticed their local possums were not around. Oh, wow. We used to have ringtail possums in the roof and then something's been flushing them out. After seeing the snake on their balcony on Wednesday morning, the residents called the firefighters. By the time the firefighters had arrived, the serpent had slithered into their front <sighs> garden. The specially trained firefighters used snake tongs and a catching bag to capture the python before releasing it into the nearby Royal National Park. Well, you're a, you're a, uh, a rural lady. You are uh, <laughs> lady. <laughs> You grew up in the bush. You're like, yeah, hey, baby. Um, <laughs> I have never, I've never, I've never seen a snake in the wild. My sister, um, who lives on the central coast, used to breed snakes, so I'd see their pet snake. But I've, I've never seen a snake while in the bush or walking like a lot of people have. What are they, What's what's the encounter like? You just stay away from them. Mm. We, I'm surprised in Penrith. You is have you just got a lot of concrete or something like this? Enough bushland that surely you've seen just the somewhere. The concrete and the clay beneath my feet <laughs> begin to crumble. <laughs> Good morning, well, everyone from Penrith who are living in a concrete jungle. Ooh, yeah. No, but the snakes are terrifying. No, okay, you know what, Kat? Around the river, around the river in, in summer, there's red-bellied black snakes um, mm. that, that, that people see on their walk. So yeah. they're there, they're, and a lot of people have spotted them. I've never, But I've never seen one out of in captivity. In real life. And then no. this, of course, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this vision. It's trending right now. And if you want to see it, you can go onto our socials. This is a heart-pounding video of three massive snakes falling through the ceiling of a Malaysian home, and it's gone viral. So the vision basically shows there's one snake starting to creep through the ceiling. Then they're tapping on the ceiling to see what it is. The whole ceiling collapses and all of these great pythons and massive snakes, three, are entangled and then fall through the ceiling. Wow. Check it out. It is terrifying. No. How many snakes did you see in Bathurst? <laughs> People or <laughs> reptiles? <laughs> you did uni there. Yeah, I did. Give me a round number. Were you, were you, were you, single? Number. Were you single doing in uni? Yes. Oh, uh, so you, you saw a few. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Malloy, MG in the Morning.